This is Shikamaru Nara. You're listening to the Shonen Tapes. Oh, you're not subscribed yet? What a drag. Hey, Kakarots. This is the Vegeta Tape. <laughs> was that good? Gross? That was horrible. I, I think that was pretty good. That was pretty close. Kakarots! Kakarots! <laughs> You're literally just saying Kakarot over and over. Kakarot! Kakarot! Hey, Warrens, let me know if that impression was dope or trash. Tape rooms don't. <laughs> Spare his feelings. <laughs> Pretend like you didn't hear the that question go on. Um Can you believe we've never done a Vegeta tape? I mean I couldn't believe it until like I searched Spotify and then uh, and I was like, damn, we never we've we've done episodes with a Vegeta, you know, like versus something someone else or like had him in like a villain tape or anti-hero tape, but we've never yeah. just focused on Vegeta. I wonder why. That's like this. I feel like that's like number one episode to do. No, I know why. I know why. You know, when like you're eating food, all my all yeah. my all my analogies relate back to food lately. I was, can you just can you tell we're recording around lunchtime and I'm hungry? Mm, uh, yeah, I'm very hungry. <laughs> imagine, imagine like you're at a buffet and you had like the best plate, and you're just like you're not gonna hit that first, right? You eat around it. Yeah, that's how, that's, that's how I eat. I eat around it. That's what we've been doing with our podcast. That's like Vegeta is like the best played, and we're just like, nah, that's that's a banger episode. Like, let's save that. Let's save that. And like, just for years, we've just been saving it until we just forgot to eat it, and now that plate's moldy, and we're like, oh, we should probably like do something about that. So, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that's how we arrived here. Heavy analogy, dog. My man has those analogies down packed, and that's exactly what it is, dude. We were saving the best, not for last, but just for a rainy day, you know? Yeah. I like that. And, and here it is. So, if it's your first time listening, welcome. My name is Kevin. I'm joined by my co host, Sean Shonen Pants. Make sure you're subscribed because we are extremely consistent coming out every single Wednesday. If you want to come chat with us, we're pretty active on our Discord. If an episode a month is not enough for you, we have a Patreon. We have anything. a Patreon. Yo, why you sound like Oprah? <sighs> Oprah anime, anime's Oprah. Anime Oprah. I love that. I love that. And <laughs> and uh, we're starting to be a little more active on YouTube as well, too. So we're at the point where we're getting ready to just start potentially recording our ugly faces you know getting that on the on the youtubes but for now we're going to sprinkle some clips in from past podcast clips so youtube all right sean anything you want to riff about i mean first of all i'm getting a little nervous man i'm 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 real ugly dog i i don't know the tape are ready for that you know The only thing the tapeworms have to worry about is not being blinded by your head. Uh, so we yeah, just got to make sure the shine shining right now is shining on that joint. <laughs> you know, we we just we just got to make sure you know the angle is is not going to cause the brightness of of your head to blind our audience. But you know, if we can avoid that, it's all good, baby. It's all good, baby. 
<laughs> all right, let's talk about Vegeta because we're on a we're on a we're on a little timetable here. All right, a little time crunch. We want a little time crunch due to scheduling tendencies. But the best character in Dragon Ball. Can we first? Can we first confirm that? Let's, I mean, let's be out with who, who, who's better than Vegeta? Well, I thought you were going to say Gohan. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. That's what I was trying to lead to. Gohan's better than Vegeta. No, no. Vegeta is the best character. He's the best written character in Dragon Ball. He's the best overall character. Not just written. He's the best yeah, written. You know. He's the best looking. He's the best smack talker. Vegeta's the goat, dog, and you you know this. So yeah, I want I, I want that to be set aside first. Like that's that's the preamble to this episode. That Vegeta is the goat of Dragon Ball. I would say Vegeta is like equal to like early two thousands The Rock. Like he's just like <laughs> cool as he's just cool. Everything he says is cool, and then like he doesn't always do like the the right thing, but like when he does a bad thing, it's it's super cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Vegeta is just the the epitome of cool ass, you know? And I and I do you appreciate mean, it. Do you mean the epitome? The epitome. I I think you mean the epitome. One of us listen, one of us are really mispronouncing that word. <laughs> no no no, I said the epi- epitome. Yeah, I meant the epitome. <laughs> okay. You had me I was about to panic. I'm like, wow, I've just been mispronouncing that word just all my life. No, the I've epitome. heard people say the epitome. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, Mandela like third effect. graders? No, Mandela effect, dog. You, you've heard about the Mandela effect? You're from oh. the old, you're from the new timeline. I'm from the old. Oh, one. sure. You know sure. So, sure. Sure. You know, when Donald Trump became president, the timelines converged. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. Okay, so Vegeta, right? He he's often regarded as one of the best written characters, not just in Dragon Ball, but just like in anime in general, because he is like the he has a very clear arc. And we've talked about this in past episodes, obviously. How, you know, Vegeta is like the archetype. You know what I'm saying? He's the template. He's the first guy that came through as like, maybe maybe there was people before them, but he was the first best guy to do this. And I, I would argue potentially the first, but, you know, come in as like a, you know, kind of a bad guy, turn into an anti-hero, slowly turn into like the hero's best friend, um, still kind of be a badass the whole way through, and then just kind of like, just stick around for the rest of the show and just being that like, the cool one when other kids are too cool for school and don't want to like the main superhero myself falling into that category sometimes mm-hmm. he, he he is debatably the first guy to do this right uh, i wouldn't say the first guy to do this but he's the first guy in anime to like make it like popular so that yeah. other anime artists have to do follow suit or like their show's not going to work out you know what i'm saying like i feel like i can for whatever reason, I can't think. Honestly, it might you might be right. It might, he might be the first one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to like say that and be wrong, but like you're you could be right. Because I'm just thinking, like you know, Dragon Ball is old, like 1980s, 1990s time frame, right? Like mm, yeah, it's it's old, and that's where Dragon Ball Z was written as well too. So it's not it's not a crazy thing to say, and I'm tr- I'm struggling to think. But then again, I don't really know 
anime much older than that. So if there was another like shiny example of it, it's clearly not very shiny. I'd say it's a very rusty example. So for mm-hmm. like sake of argument, we can say that Vegeta first did that. So that alone, like if nothing else puts him in GOAT status, that piece does. Um, like, do you think that the show does him dirty or do you think that the show does him justice overall i because think i have changing opinions on this i and i i think i'm gonna have a differing opinion than you growing up i always thought they did vegeta dirty as an adult that's consumed a lot of um you know a lot of different medium and stuff like that a lot of different entertainment um i would say they could have written him a little bit better to make him shine a little bit better. But like all in all, like they like Vegeta is like the man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like him getting defeated every now a, a lot is like a plot device, you know, saying to just make Goku look good. But sure. at, other than that, like he like looks very good in certain scenes. Like, you know what I'm saying? They make him super strong, especially now in Dragon Ball Super. They make him like a, he's like a superstar in Dragon Ball Super, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And Dragon Ball Z even he was so cool. Majin Vegeta, like that was a that, that whole thing was amazing, you know? And I don't even like the Busak, but like that was amazing right there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And what do, what do you think? I used to be in the camp of they do Vegeta dirty. They do Vegeta dirty, you know. Let him have a win. Let him have a win. Up until very recently. I was very salty about it. But I thought about it and it's like what really would that do? Let's say Vegeta does get the final hit on a boss, and yeah, he's the winner. He is the hero of the arc. Does it make anybody like Vegeta more or less? What does that do for the character or for the show? I would argue it nothing. Do, it doesn't do anything for them. You know, it doesn't do any. It, at this point, it's almost like I don't want to say fan service because just because you give the fans what they want doesn't necessarily mean it's fan service. It's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it could happen. It's perfectly feasible for Vegeta to finally, you know, kill off a boss and get the get the big W, the eluding W, and finish the job when Goku can't, for sure. Yeah. But, 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 in the same sense, like, the show is fine without it, and the fans that like Vegeta anyways are also fine without it because, you know, it's not going to make you look down on Vegeta anymore that he wasn't able to defeat Frieza the first or the second time. It's not going to make you look down that he did that he messed up and let Cell transform um or that he could, he couldn't get the final hit on like uh let's say on Jiren. You know, it it literally it, it would make the fans who love Vegeta very happy and very excited, but I don't love him any less for it. Um, I think the fact that they had, for example, I always talk about Goku and Frieza teaming up at the end there. That was kind of like a last minute change. I don't know if you guys knew this, but the original plan was to have Vegeta be in Frieza's spot and have Vegeta and Goku finally team up and learn how to work together to defeat Jiren. And then when it, you know, goes into Jiren's head and he's like, oh, so this is the universe's secret, like the power of friendship or trust or, you know, whatever corny thing he says in that one moment. 
that was supposed to be Goku and Vegeta displaying that. But I think it made for such more of a powerful story that it was Frieza. Somebody who was like Goku's pretty much mortal enemy for such a long time and doesn't really care about the greater good like that. He just kind of cares for selfish reasons. But he can come together and trust Goku and do what he needs to do and, and count on Goku to keep his promise to put him back to life. If that was Vegeta, I think that ultimately would have had less of an impact. So that's a, that, and what my opinion is like a shining example of like Vegeta didn't need the win there. He got it versus Topo. And to me, that was enough to yeah. satisfy me at least. And then uh, to go back to your, uh, your, uh, one of your points, I think Vegeta having the last, having the last hit or like having the last blast or last kill, that is yeah. fan service. But not all fan service is bad service. But to yeah. your point, not all fan service is needed. And I think yeah. with Vegeta, like, you know, as growing up as a kid, you're like, yeah, like, Vegeta's my guy. Like, but like, that's fan service not needy because, yeah, like you said, we, we're still going to like Vegeta either way. You I know what him. I'm saying? And then also, it makes the, the, the times where he does get the win or like the, the, the small amount of times that he does get the win, it makes it that much sweeter. So we've yeah. never seen Vegeta do that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then also, I think it's okay that Vegeta's low-key a plot device for to make Goku look good. Because, like, that's... He's not the main character. It's Goku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. It's fair. That's a fair <laughs> like, point. As, as much as, like, we... I feel like most of the anime community is bored of Goku. You know? As much as they love him and, like, they remind them their childhood, he's slightly boring. You know what I'm saying? Not boring in a bad way, boring in a good way. I also, I won't say boring. Flat. He's a flat. He's a he's flat. flat. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, he's I don't flat. want to call Goku boring. Yeah, Goku's not boring. He's a flat character, which is fine. You can be a flat character. There's a bunch of characters that are like flat that are like used very well. Luffy, yeah. for example. Luffy is a yeah. flat character, but like we all love Luffy. We all love Goku. Um, yeah. Right. And and, and I, you, for example, you're you're a flat earther. And we still yeah, like I'm a you. Flat earther. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the earth is flat. Um there space is non existent. And Donald Trump is a time traveler. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> can you, can um, you be clear, can you be clear to them that you're joking, please? I want you. Yo, tape words. I, I want you guys all to know. I'm not joking about any of that. <laughs> no, dude. People are going to turn I, this off and be like, I refuse to listen to this idiot. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just joking, dog. I'm just joking. About one of them. I'm kidding. I'm yeah. joking about all of it. But the Flat thing is Earth about Earth. Vegeta is like, he make, he the reason Vegeta's in the show is to make Goku look good. And I like I know that People are going to hear that and like get it, like see red and like want to come for my neck. But that's like the bottom line. You know what I'm saying? Like now that like we're so far in this in the in the series, Vegeta's getting his comeuppance and people are start or I guess like the writers are saying like the seeing that they need to like, give him more of a role. And like he's always had a really a good role. Vegeta is a utility guy. His utility is to come in there, be all strong, and you know, beat up the hench, the strong henchmen, and then almost beat up the the main villain, 
and yep. then get defeated and to show how strong the main villain is. So then Goku comes in there and you know cleans up. That's yeah. the formula. <laughs> but, listen, I, I agree with you, but I don't think they brought him in just to make Goku look good. I, I actually totally disagree with that. I think they brought him in because he's a fantastic character and he improves the story dramatically. He also is just somebody else where, like I said, um, growing up, you either like Batman or you like Superman. If you're the type to like Superman, maybe you lean a little more towards Goku versus the ones that like Batman or Vidi towards the Vegeta esque type characters you know there's the the, the kind of like the like i said the too cool for school kids so i i don't think that's why vegeta was brought in just to make goku look good but is that a main responsibility of the vegeta character yes 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 you are right that is definitely like one of his main responsibilities but also like the more i really really think about it it's like what big win would have made the most sense for vegeta Right? Frieza number one, no. You needed Goku to get that. You needed Goku to hit Super Saiyan and, and defeat Frieza. It wouldn't have made sense. Uh, Cell. Gohan coming up was supposed to replace Goku, kind of be the main of the show, and you had Vegeta kind of in the way. So, like, it wouldn't have made sense for Vegeta to get the final kill on, on Cell. Boo! Maybe, maybe that's the only one where you can make a point where it would have been nice to see Vegeta de- potentially defeat Boo when Goku couldn't. But then you wouldn't have had the moment where Vegeta stands back and says, I get it, you're stronger than me. Like, I respect you. And it's it's kind of like Vegeta's coming full circle because he went from, like, full villain to, to, to I, like, hard anti-hero to hero, in my opinion. Like, by the time he's mm. in the Blue Saga, especially towards the end, he's just, like, a full hero. He's self-sacrificing and everything. And then when you move over to Dragon Ball Super a little bit, you have Beerus, who they lost to, so no one's getting the final hit on him. You have... Frieza coming back and technically maybe there maybe you had maybe you could have at least given Frieza the Vegeta the ability to defeat Frieza the second time I'd say that's probably the only one because Goku Black also wouldn't have made sense because they lost to Goku Black Zeno had to come in and do everything and then Jiren also I don't think would have been great I think Goku and Frieza was better and having Vegeta defeat Topa so so I think the only valid argument is for the big bad defeating is maybe Frieza the second time. Maybe. I would say that's the only time where it's like, all right, man, you could have given that to Vegeta. And even then, it shows that they're self-aware because Vegeta's like, really? Kakarot? Like, you couldn't let me have that? <laughs> or something. He says something like that. <laughs> which which I, we've got to laugh out of me for sure. I honestly think that, yeah, I think the Frieza the second time, he should have got that. And, like, I definitely laughed out loud when Vegeta was like, really, Kakarot? It was so funny so funny but i honestly think there's an argument for him be having the last having the um the final kill in um the majin buu saga just because he had such a great arc and his arc finished up you know yeah. what i'm saying and all the crap yeah, yeah, he yeah. did with the majin vegeta stuff like i think if it's not gohan because gohan made absolute sense because they made us w- yep. wait for like through like 10 episodes of him just sitting cross cross leg you know what i'm saying yeah, but- like 13 year old Sean waiting for that stuff. And then they, you know, Majibu just like wipes the floor out of him. You know what I'm saying? But so if it's not Gohan, at least Vegeta. But like, whatever. Like that, it, it makes no, that's sense. That's not him. Yeah. 
And it, and it would have been beautiful because it would have really showed how, like I said, his character did come full circle and he yeah. went from totally evil, even from that specific arc, because he goes through the whole Majin Vegeta thing. But then imagine he's the one to come in and save Earth. And it's like now they can truly forgive him for all the bad stuff he's done, like kill all the people towards the beginning uh, when he blasted the stadium all the namekians he killed and all the bad stuff he's done where it's like okay i saved everything like accept me now you're right that would have been that that is actually a very good point that, yeah but like i get why they didn't do because again but it was it's, Vegeta's, it's yeah. yeah it's it's not a show it's, <laughs> it's not, not a show, show. But, but it was so it was so lame how they just had goku do it with a spirit bomb that was the most boring way they could have ended it in my opinion a Stop. spirit bomb by goku I, I can't think of a worse way to defeat a villain. I'm gonna be real. Bro, because that is the biggest cop out ever in anime, dog. There's like, oh, yeah. like the spear bomb. Like, I'm just like, yo, like it was cool the first time. And then, like, when he keeps on using it, I mean, I guess Sucks. it makes sense. Like, now that he knows how to do a spear bomb, like, it's yeah. the last resort, you know? What? Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally, I totally agree. I totally agree. But, you know, let's let's refocus a little bit and to go a couple yeah, yeah, towards our yeah. main man, our main man Vegeta. Um, Vegeta. It's like, how do you feel about his signature moves? Do you feel like do you feel like they're corny, or do you like them? Do I think the Galaga gun is corny, dog? No. <laughs> How's that corny? The Big Bang attack, dog. His attacks are the dope. Final flash. The final flash. That's like, sick, dude. That's sick. His, everything, like, okay, one, all his attacks, all his signature moves are made to sound like they'll kill you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Is all, Kamehameha sounds like a Hawaiian like person. Well, I mean, like, that's you know, technically Roshi's, right? Yeah, exactly. But, like, Final Flash is like, yeah, that's the fight. It's, it's done after that. You know what I'm saying? I think Vegeta's when he does his final moves, it seems like it's it's final. Even though it's usually not, but it seems it, that it way. never is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real, it never is. <laughs> he he definitely has the coolest sounding signatures of all of them too. Um Yeah. Yeah, because then you got what because what 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 competes with it? You got Masinko, Special Beam Cannon. Special Beam Cannon is dope. D- yeah, and this Destructo Disc is so cool. That's Honestly, I, I think the Destructo Disc like fits more of Vegeta than it does Krillin. Vegeta should steal the Destructo Disc. I, I, I feel like it would be too violent, violent of a show. <laughs> Vegeta. <For> Vegeta? <laughs> <laughs> My man would just be doing that like to everyone, dude. Slicing, dicing. Um, Let me ask you this. Do you think there's much ways to actually improve his character? I'll, I'll say this, you know, right? Like, you know, when Stone Cold Steve Austin would walk around and you'd be like all like on edge because you're like not like he was gonna do something bad, but you're like I don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah, that's how Vegeta was like in like the Frieza saga and in the you know Saiyan saga, of course, because he was the villain. I yeah. think they should have like elongate that a little bit because in the cell games like he 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 was dope but like you weren't as like on edge or when he's on yeah you were bro he not really dog no stop he's the reason cell turned perfect remember he literally stood in the hero's way and let cell turn perfect 
He had that in the soul soccer Cause he, too. Because he was, you know, he was being yeah. prideful. One of the, yeah. I mean, and I then, guess. And then in the Boo saga, he turns Majin. I'd argue he did that throughout all of Dragon Ball Z. He kept that energy. He he has he has to, uh, black Air Force energy, dog. I'm not saying he didn't keep that energy. I'm saying that he wasn't as threat. I mean, because I guess like gradually he's like turning so- like not softer, but like becoming more of a good guy. So it makes yeah. sense. I guess what I'm trying to say is he should have been the villain longer. No, it wouldn't make sense, but I think it would have been no. fun, more fun that way. No, I disagree. I totally. Did. I think I think the way they paced it was actually perfect. I mean, yeah. He wasn't one of the best written characters. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. <laughs> um, I think to improve Vegeta a little bit more, uh, there's a couple things missing from him. The fact that he doesn't get certain forms has always confused me. So it, they never showed him like hit Super Saiyan 3. It's just assumed, I guess, he never does it, which is weird. So that means if they ever do go into Super Saiyan 4, which seemingly they're probably not going to do, it would have to have some weird explanation. They even did that in GT mm-hmm. where they had to, like, I guess, like skip it. So that, that was odd. They also didn't show how Vegeta ever reached Super Saiyan God. They didn't even dedicate any filler to it. Like, Wouldn't it have been nice to get a filler arc of how Vegeta hit Super Saiyan God the first time? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's assumed that they either did the ritual with Vegeta or that he achieved the power on his own so like yeah so like you have this crazy you know turning into a super saiyan god ritual for goku you see it happen and then the next time you see him he can turn super saiyan blue but then all of a sudden vegeta he just skips straight to blue and like you've seen vegeta go red before we know he can do it uh specifically i think he was doing it when he was fighting brawly which was amazing by the way but they didn't show it. They didn't show how how he got there. So I feel like they skipped one too many points. And to speak on like how powerful it is when they do show it, do you remember them showing how Vegeta turned Super Saiyan the first time? Like mm. he shows he shows up and he's just Super Saiyan. But then they they he you know he goes into his whole little monologue and he talks about how at that moment he just didn't care anymore and he freaked out and he thought he was gonna die and then boom he was Super Saiyan. Um, that was powerful. That, and that's not just because he was one of my favorite characters of all time, but I think just the way they told that story was really powerful. And I think by skipping these parts, I think you downgrade it a little bit and and downplay the specialness. No, yeah, I and, I and and I do agree with that. Like showing it, I think would mean a lo- a little bit more. But I think the fact that they don't show it and it is is also powerful too. Because we know that when Goku hits something, Vegeta is going to be quickly after him. I think at this point, the writers are like, "We don't even need to show you uh, show you this." Like mm. Goku, when, come on! Like, no, I'm, saying, I'm just saying that? from there. No, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to see it. I'm saying that the writers are like, these people are, are like people already expect when Goku hits something, Vegeta is going to figure out a way to hit hit it after. Yeah, like it would be nice for me, you know, for us to see it. Like I, I would definitely want to see it. But I think they're. I think the the thought process they're going with is like, all right, Vegeta always finds a way to uh, match Goku's energy when he hits a certain plateau. Even and if that's also, their thought process, I don't think that's a good like. Yeah, know, that's not that the perfect one. Well, I'm just saying that's probably their thought process. Yeah, yeah, and then also with Super Saiyan three. I think they explained how like that form is not even like really sustainable for like it's not yeah it's not 
So I think Vegeta's just smarter and he's like, I'm not even gonna turn into that. I'm gonna like figure out another the next form that's like more sustainable for your body. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um the other thing I would choose to actually fix Vegeta's character a little bit is I don't know, man. I feel like sometimes his little cross armed looking the other way. <laughs> You know that little added <laughs> that little attitude. You know he's gonna have. It's cool, but it it does get a little overplayed sometimes. Um, but that is what makes Vegeta Vegeta, and I'm I'm definitely not sick of it yet. Um, and I I really like how they're not doing it as much in Super. Like they're making it so that he, he respects Goku so much he tells everybody to shut up and watch. You know what I'm saying? Like when they're doing yeah. the tournament of power, that's the type of Vegeta that I like to see—the realness of it. Or when he's fighting Goku Black, and he's just like, "You thought you could just take this idiot's body? Like you don't know what this idiot went through to become who he is, right?" And so he—that—that's the Vegeta I want to see more of, and less less of like the snarkiness for no reason. But that is who it makes him. Him. I'd say overall, my 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 only real critique is just is just the whole transformation thing for for the Vegeta character. Kevin, you are a, a transformation stickler. I know. I, I really am. I myself do not give a, like do not care that much about the transformations, you know. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, but I just miss Vegeta as a villain because I rewatched the Saiyan Saga recently. I'm like, God damn, this guy was threatening. Ruthless. <laughs> he was a ruthless. He was, he was ruthless. My favorite part is about how he's a ruthless hero as well, too. Um, he was definitely when he when he was an antihero, he was definitely the most ruthless ever. Uh, one of the st- one of the standout scenes, and we should probably pick like our favorite moments of Vegeta ever. I'll, I'll start off with one of mine. Was when Goku defeated the Ginyu Force, and he just barely left them alive. And you know, he's just like, you know, get out of here. You're done fighting. You know, piss off. Vegeta shows up and steps on their necks and blows them up and blasts them to smithereens and instantly just murders them. I was like, I love you. Like that was my, that was a shining that was a shining Vegeta moment for me where I was just like, you are absolutely amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, that was I, a good I, moment. Brings us brought, brought a smile to my face because I mean he's he's not. I I get Goku's point of view, but I also get Vegeta's point of view. But just the fact that Vegeta went there. Just makes me love him even more. And like, honestly, peak Vegeta, in my opinion, and I guess like from your from your opinion, is the Namek saga. Because that was Vegeta just unhinged. Yeah. And literally unhinged. My my favorite moment with Vegeta, or I guess my favorite scene, is when he's looking because when Gohan and Krillin have the Dragon Balls and he's like chasing them. And like how like oh, yeah, scary yeah, yeah. he's like oh I'm gonna get you and his eyes are like all white and he's just like charging after them and like I'm I'm a big Gohan fan so like I I remember this a kid just be like freaking out it's like oh my god Vegeta's gonna get them like you know what I'm saying yeah yeah and like I it that I literally think about that scene so much like how I many like 25 years later i'm still thinking about that scene like rewatching it <laughs> over and over again because vegeta is just like he was just that guy he was just scary even when he's a good guy he's like like not scary but like he's threatening you know oh yeah and, like it's, it's really hard to like portray that in a cartoon and they really do that with vegeta very well yeah yeah i totally agree um 
another one of my favorite Vegeta moments was when he first turned Super Saiyan and he showed up and saved the day. Um, I remember that I was scared for the Z Fighters because I'm like, man, you better hope this guy stays on your side because he just rolled through. Goku couldn't get the job done because he's sick and dying. And now Vegeta's Super Saiyan, like, good night. You, you guys are yeah, like, you better hope he stays a good guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would say Majin Vegeta, and I hate the yeah. Saga, but I, I love when he first turns into Majin, Majin Vegeta and he, like, bla- like this is going to sound morbid, but he literally blasted the stadium and, like, literally takes out all those people. And then, like, yeah. Goku's just like, what? Like, you <laughs> go in the surprise on Goku's face, like, sells that whole scene because he's just like, yeah. what? Well, you know what I'm saying? And it just leads to this huge fight against them. And I remember, like, you know, like toy commercials, you see like scenes from the, the show that you haven't seen before. So, like, I remember I've been, yep. I was waiting for that for years and I finally got that, like, Goku versus Vegeta, but they're both Super Saiyan. Like, I was waiting for that. Oh, yeah. I finally got it. So, yeah, that's, I think that's my favorite or one yeah. of my favorites. And he, he has a lot of, and like you mentioned too, he has a lot of standout moments in Super too. Like, the, yeah. the mentions the, the part earlier about how he fought Goku Black and, you know, beat the crab out of him. That got me super hyped. And then also when he, you know, got the W over Topo. Uh, man, I, I could just go on and on with Vegeta. I really could. He used to be my favorite character of all time. Um, after this episode, have I gone back to that? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I watched Naruto. I love Naruto. And then I, you know, found Shikamaru. And then Itachi. And I think ultimately, like, I like the aesthetic so much that I lean towards Itachi still a little bit more. But Vegeta's definitely up there, if not tied for number one, but a two. So that's that's what kind of like Vegeta is for me. Yeah, I think for me, Vegeta is definitely in the top five. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, you for it used to be for the longest time number two, my favorite anime character number two. But he's definitely in the top five. He's just like such a good. He's so well written, and like this is annoying. The one annoying thing is that Kira Toriyama does not. It's obvious that he does not like Vegeta, which yeah, makes facts. no sense. You know what? <laughs> like, <laughs> unless he kills him off, bro, there's nothing really he can do to Vegeta to like stop people from liking him so much. He yeah. can give him as many losses as he wants. We're still gonna flock to him because we love that. We love that. We don't care. Um. Exactly. Let me ask you, do you think, do you want to see Vegeta hit, like, Ultra Instinct at any point? Or do you, would you rather see him go the other route, which, there has been some spoilers, and we kind of know where he's headed already, but still, I want your opinion on it. I mean, I'm not gonna, no spoilers, I already know where he's headed now, and I now yeah. I can't, like, see him any other way. I'm just like, I yeah, he needs to be that. <laughs> I think so, too. I think so, too. <laughs> I totally agree. I can't, I can't wait to see it, and they're obviously se- seemingly setting him up for some sort of like god of destruction role. So like, wow, he would be the perfect, just a perfect god of destruction. Um, is he gonna ditch his family though? You know, that's the other thing I love about Vegeta so much. Like, he's got values. He's a family man. He's there for the birth of his daughter. You know, Goku's like, hey, come do this with me. He's like, no, my daughter's being born. And Goku's like, so what? Miss it? Vegeta's like, are you stupid? Like, I'm not missing the birth of my daughter. And it's like, man. I just like, align, you know, like what a G. He's such a G dude, for that. That's why we don't like Goku as much. Absence from his children. 
Father, man. Vegeta's a good one. Vegeta's, Vegeta's the man, dog. He's not a nice guy, but he's a good father. <laughs> <laughs> he's a nice enough guy, okay? He gets the job done. He gets the job done. <sighs> All right. Well, you know what, man? I feel like we haven't talked about Vegeta nearly as much as I wanted to. Did did do you feel like we did? Bro, I can I feel like I could talk about Vegeta for the next like three hours. Maybe we could do a part two. We'll, we'll go into a little bit more detail. I would love to do a part two because there's so much I want to dive into, but we're like at the 40, 45 minute mark. And if we keep going, like this will be a this will be a two, three hour episode. So let's split it up into parts. We're gonna end part one right here. If this is your first time listening, make sure you are subscribed on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Come chat with us and yap with us on Discord. You get all the links below. Patreon for extra episodes. Our YouTube's becoming active again. TikTok is still active. Twitter, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. Sean, do you have any parting words for the tapeworms? Kakarot! <laughs> <laughs> Kakarot. Good night. Kakarot, yeah. <laughs>